You're listening to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast, episode 217. Welcome to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast with your host, Karen Yankovich. This is where we embrace how good you are, girl. Stop being the best kept secret in town. Learn how to use simple LinkedIn and social media strategies and make the big bucks. Hello there. I'm your host, Karen Yankovich, and this is episode 217 of the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast. And this show is brought to you by She's Linked Up, where we teach women simple relationship, heart-based LinkedIn and PR marketing, a system that gets you on the phone consistently with perfect people, the people that can change your business, change your life, change your bank account balance forever. Stay in authenticity and no spam. Our goal is to create more wealthy women of influence. If you've listened before, or if you're loving what you're here today, and I can't wait for you to hear our guest today, you know I love to hear from you. So please subscribe to this wherever you're listening to it. If you're feeling it, leave us a review so that I can get a sense of what what episodes are resonating with you, right? And what you want me to talk more about. I'd love for you to share this episode on social media. Take a quick screenshot, tag me, tag our guests. All of her social media links will be in the show notes. Use the hashtag good girls get rich because I know if I can find it, if I see it, if I'm tagged in it, I will share it with my audience and then we all get more visibility that way. We also have a link for SpeakPipe in the show notes where you can leave an audio message. Maybe there's a guest you think I should interview. Maybe there's a topic you'd love for me to talk about. Maybe you just want to say hi and Merry Christmas, right? I am here for that. Happy holidays, Happy New Year, whatever. I love your messages. I reply to every single one of them, uh, which is why I love to get to them. We get to have little mini conversations. So just go to karenyankovich.com slash 217. You'll see the blog for this page. You'll see the link for SpeakPipe. um, And I can play that and I can get right back to you with that, right? Mary Henderson is our guest today. And Mary and I came across each other online and I wanted to have her as a guest. So it was really interesting to have this conversation because it's very rare that I interview people that I don't know very well, right? Usually I have, I at least have some sense of, uh, some sense of I've either read their book or I've, or I know them personally, right? But it was really interesting to interview Mary because we kind of got to know each other on this episode. And I think you're going to love her and her message is so aligned with what we talk about here. And sometimes you just need to hear something in a little different way. So here you go, Mary Henderson. Okay, I am here today with Mary Henderson, and Mary is an internationally recognized personal branding and online business specialist. Mary helps industry experts systemize, digitalize, and commercialize their knowledge, their wisdom, their skills into a scalable and profitable online business and brand so that they become an authority in their niche or their industry. And those of you that are longtime listeners of Good Girls Get Rich, you know why I wanted to talk to Mary, right? Like personal branding showing up, like you are, you know, creating a brand so that you're the authority in, you know, in your niche, your industry is it's something we have control over. So Mary, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Karen. I'm so excited about this because I've been following you on LinkedIn as well. So, you know, I think that we're both in great hands today. Yeah. And for for you guys, you know, for you that's listening, Mary and I don't know each other that well. So this is going to be a really interesting conversation to have because we're going to learn, you're going to learn about Mary as I learned about Mary. But I saw, you know, I've been following your work as well and see the work that you're doing. And it's so in line with what we do, because here's, here's what I think, Mary, I really believe that, and especially women, but this goes for men too. I don't really care what your body parts are or how you identify. I think that 
we underestimate the power that we really have, right? And yes, there's people like Oprah, but be- below Oprah, there's an entire genre of people that have created this brand for themselves so that there are these people that we think are these big deals, but they are a big deal because they've created that brand and we have the ability to do the exact same thing. So tell me a little bit about what you think about that. And then let's dive in and see and learn a little bit about your perspective on all of this. Well, Karen, I agree with you, but, you know, I think that what we don't understand about ourselves is that we already are sitting on a gold mine. We already are. Now, think of an adult's journey in their, let's say, their corporate life. Let's say you've had 20 years experience in finance, for example, okay? Now, let's logically break this down. You've got say 20,000 hours accumulated of knowledge, a human being averages about 5,000 hours per year in their specialization. So you've got 20,000 hours of accumulated knowledge. Let's multiply that by an hourly rate of $100. That's actually conservative, right? You've Mm -hmm. already, already have $2 million of intellectual currency. Okay. Already. Now, the next thing- I love that so much. Right. Right. Exactly. But the thing is that what are we doing with it? So when you when you look at someone like Oprah, for example, okay, here's what I see when I am working with humans and converting that inventory into a business and a brand. The thing is that I don't want to be like Oprah. I've already got my gold mine. I already have my inventory. The question is, what do I do with that natural state of being that I call myself? which I can convert into my brand. So for me, it's not about this. I don't see other people as my competitors or like, oh, I'd love to be like that. I see myself as I've already been given all of these gifts, these talents, these I've got skill, I've got knowledge, I've got I've got so much wisdom. What am I going to do with that? That's the question we need to be asking ourselves. I love that. And, you know, so what I see, though, is a lot of people have these skills and they have this knowledge, but they feel like because it's easy for them that it's not a big deal. Right. And and it and of course, I think that it is a big deal because so many, you know, this is when you when you when things come easy to you tends to be things that you're good at. And what better place to build your personal brand from? Right. And to build your authority from from something that not only do you love to do, but you're you're good at it. And you're not struggling to do it. Right. Take us back a couple of years, Mary. How did you come to this place that you are right now with helping people develop and, and take hold of and recognize the, the brand that they have for themselves? Well, I came face-to-face with personal branding in my own experience back in year 2000. So that was 22 years ago when personal branding wasn't even a thing. I knew what I was in the tech industry. I was in a sales role, in a middle management role. I had this amazing sliding door moment and I thought, oh my God, I can either go left or right. If I go left, I'll be like everyone else. If I go right, I can position myself as as the person that can solve these type of problems in this industry. Lo and behold, consciously, I went out to position myself as a brand and do everything in my power to make sure that everyone knew that I fixed this massive problem in the industry. And I started to become recognized for that. I commanded my own demand, Karen. I had people, companies, tech companies from the US coming to me in Australia saying, we want you on our team. I ended up working for a US company and, you know, I understood the power of personal brand. I had a massive sales team. I threw all the job descriptions in the bin and we 
focused on creating brands for each individual salesperson. Keeping in mind, we didn't have LinkedIn and Facebook and all that stuff back then. You know, right. we, that, that, that was just not what we did. Everything was face-to-face. It was all human. But we still created each of the salespeople as brands matching who that individual was with a portfolio just to because there's a connection right makes it easier and so that was that when the journey started with personal branding then in 2005 I built that company into a very successful company with my team can I just jump in there for a second I really do. I love that you're saying this because one of the things that I've been saying for years is that so many people focus on their company and their products and their services and the brand of their company. But when you focus on the personal brands of the people in the company, it immediately elevates the business brand. So why are we working hard? Why are we doing this the hard way, right? Like focus on the and value every single person that works within that company and your, your business brand is immediately elevated. So I love that you had that, the consciousness to do that way back in 20. In the year 2000. I think uh, the thing is, Karen, I'm passionate about humans. You know, the corporation's always going to make money no matter who you have. It's 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 the people, it's the collective minds that come together that actually make the company. Like the, for me, co-creation is such a big deal. But, you know, but it works. You know, when people are aligned and people can come to work and say, I love being myself, are you kidding? Like you've got people's attention for like, you know, nine to five guaranteed because you're allowing them to be themselves. So that's that's the starting point for creating uh, job des- or converting job descriptions into personal brands. But with my journey, that was really great. 2005, I um, started my own software company. I had that for seven years. In 2011, I just had that breaking point where it was like, I cannot do this anymore. Like, I do not want to be, I don't want to own a software company. It's not aligned with who I am. There's something much deeper for me out there. And in 2012, I took a 12-month sabbatical and I had some amazing mentors, one of which was a professor in philosophy uh, who was from Oxford University. And he mentored me for 12 months, Karen. And it was in that mentorship where I just went through this amazing unlearning what I learned process. It was very much like unpeeling the layers to really understand who am I at my core. And it was in that 12-month process where I recognized through the exercises that he put me through, oh, my God, like I am so good at sales. I'm great at converting people into brands. I understand how to design systems. I understand how to create leads. These are the things that I can do with ease and grace. I don't need a book. I just know how to do all of these. These are are the things that people always come to me for. And that's when I recognized, Karen, that I was like, oh my God, like I actually can solve a major problem in the world. And all I need is to be me. Like, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And so that's when the epiphany happened for me. And I was like, why Why are humans, why don't, why don't humans know this? Like, how do people not know this? And then it took me three years to actually design. I knew that I wanted to coach people. I knew that I could help people convert their knowledge, wisdom, and skills into a business and a brand. I knew how to do all of that. 
but it took me three years, Karen, to design my system, to create my frameworks. I didn't want to be just a conversational coach. I wanted to be a coach that could provide the absolute how-to. So when they work with me, they just had to implement, implement, implement. And that took me three years. So 2015, I transitioned into a full-time coach. Here I am today. So can you tell us a little bit about that system that you built? Like if we are, you know, for, for, if I'm listening to this show and I'm like, okay, I get it. I mean, I, you know, I feel like you have a personal brand, whether you know it or not, it's just how much control do you want to take over it? Right. So, so you're listening, you've got, you know, as soon as you throw your name in Google, whatever comes up, there's the beginning of your personal brand. Right. So now I'm like, okay, I recognize that I have a brand. I recognize that I can control that brand. Where do I start? Well, I think that the starting point is to recognize that I have experience and I want to do something with it. You know, I want to serve on a bigger scale. I know I can help that person in that industry solve problems. So you've already recognized that there is a gap and you've also recognized that you have a deeper yearning inside of you to do something bigger and bolder and, and run your own life. You know, so I think that's the starting point. And for me, it's I've got four, five parts to my system. The first part obviously starts with defining who are you as a brand? How do you want the outside world to perceive you? So it really is designing a branding architecture. And to do that, we need to understand the, the brand essence, the brand truth, the brand promise. You know, once we've unpacked all of those attributes inside a human being, now we've got a foundation that we can work from because that foundation is not just how I want the outside world to perceive me, but that foundation also defines this is who I am in my natural state of being. So therefore, and also this is what I can do in my natural state of being. Therefore, there is no competition and I don't want to be like anyone else. This is who I am authentically and this is my starting point. And I think that is a very important understanding because once we can get look at that inventory as, oh my God, that is my DNA. That's my that's that's my inventory. No one can take that away from you and I. It's mine. I've worked it. I've lived it. I've experienced it. You and I have will never have the same experience ever. No matter how hard I try, Karen, I can never be you. And then the so next is, part- is that the gold mine that you talk about that we're sitting on? Yeah. Yeah, that's the starting point is unpacking yeah. that gold mine. Like, and I love that you're, rec- like? that you're recognizing it as a gold mine, right? Yeah, you, you know, I mean, listen, unless you were born last week, you've got years and years and years of, of expertise that you bring to the world. 100%. And I love that you call it a gold mine. Okay, so then what happens? And then after that, we look at all of the the knowledge, the wisdom, and the skill set, and then we unpack that and organize that information so it converts into an actual solution that can solve a problem. So we're building a system that can solve a problem. In other words, I can take a client on a journey from start to promise. And then then after that, we start to build digital assets that are all public-facing that have the ability to create ecstatic brand experiences for prospects so that you always stay top of mind, okay? This is really Mm -hmm. critical. And then the fourth part is a layered lead generation strategy. So what is the layer, what does the lead stack actually look like? Because it can't just be LinkedIn. There has to be other ways that you can generate leads organically, I'm talking here. So there needs to be a strategy there. And then the fifth part, Karen, and this is really powerful, is that, we need to then embody 
that version of us. And most people, they do, 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 go live. Oh, my God, hang on a minute. I'm not a millionaire overnight. What's happened? But we have to become that person because that's a whole nother journey. And that's about self-actualizing that this is my potential. My God, look at me. I've got all of this in place, but I can do all of this. We have to self-actualize that and we have to embody that. And that's another layer over the top of it, which is ongoing. That never stops. So that's my my approach to converting uh, that internal inventory, the gold mine into a brand and a business. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I feel like the best part about this is that it's doable for everyone. In fact, Absolutely. we should, we should all be doing this. And I don't have a lot of shoulds in my business, in my world. Like I feel like you, there's, you know, you do you. And that being said, when you start to do this, I mean, you know, you know, that our, my expertise here is, is really around LinkedIn profiles. And most of the programs that I have, we kind of require that we're going to take, we're going to write your profile for you because it's really hard to shine that light of genius on your own brand. Right. It's, it's hard to do that. It's hard for me to do it. Right. So yeah. So we do it for you. And it is so, one of the biggest challenges are people that are like, hmm, can I really say that about myself? Or, you know, give me a day. I've got to, I've got to like assimilate myself to this before yeah. we go live with this. So it, it is not natural for many people, certainly women, but many people to really shine a light on all of these, all of the things that they've done. And we don't make things up. Like the only things that are in your LinkedIn profile are things that you've done, you know? So all we want you to do is own it and position it to really be proud of it and to to really understand that people want to work with the best in the industry. And that is going to be you in, in many cases. But if you don't tell them that, they're not going to know. They're not going to think you're better than you say you are. Well, nobody else is going to promote you. Like we're in a sea of noise. You know, we are in a digital, a full digital economy. It's and everybody's fighting for attention. I don't care who you are, whether you're a CEO or sales professional or you're a, a, a founder and owner of your own company, where we are all fighting for attention. So the right. next question is if you don't put yourself out there, who is? And the other thing, Karen, may I just add? Yes, is that please. We are moving into a specialist economy. That means that large organizations, mid-organizations, individual people like you and I, we're looking to solve, I'm looking at solving one problem in my business. I'm not going to go to a generalist. I'm going to go to you, Karen. I know you can do my profile. I know you know what it's all I want. I just want you. I don't want you to sell me anything else. Just do the one thing that I want. So we're in a specialist economy. So if we're in a specialist economy, how do we own our piece of real estate? on a platform like LinkedIn. I have to put myself out there. Whether I like it or not, I have to do it. I'm in control of my destiny from that standpoint, especially if I'm not spending $20,000 a month on buying leads on that campaign. Exactly. 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 And then when, and then when you build the brand and the business from that space, from that space of strength, of the strength of brand and strength in your expertise and confidence in your skills, I feel like that's when everything changes. So tell us a little bit about like, what do you see when you work with people, when they start to be on the other side of this, right? What's there for us? What's there if, if, if you're listening now and you're like, I'm ready to do this. What's on the other side of this when, when you start to really take control of your brand? 
I think the first thing that I see is confidence immediately. Like when you can actually see that all your collaterals align, you know, you can see all of your brandings in place. Everything just looks beautiful. It's the same. It's consistent. It's congruent. When you have that consistency and that congruency, what I see in my clients for sure is that they have this level of confidence. It's like this deep conviction. They they feel like they can go out into the world and no matter who looks at their LinkedIn profile or their website, or their Facebook or whatever public-facing asset they have, they feel at ease with that because they're like, I'm not lying. Everything's consistent. Everything's congruent. They can go here. It says the same thing. They can go here. They can go to my LinkedIn profile. My, My content is consistent with what it is that I do, who it is that I serve, and what it is that I promise. So that's the first thing I see is the confidence. The other thing that I see is that, and we have to remember this, and you know this, Karen, as well, that entrepreneurship is different to working in a corporate job. So yes. corporate job, you know, you've got you're, you're in a power system and struggling for power, but it's also survival as well. That's the whole system's based on survival. Now you've transitioned out of survival and reliance, so you're compliant, obedient, and reliant on that corporation to be able to put food on your table, put money in your bank, pay for your mortgage, et cetera, et cetera. But you're also, there's a power struggle as well. So there's a survival system there. You now step out into the big wide world and you've decided I'm going to start my own business. Okay, you've got all of your moving parts in place. You've engaged someone like me. We go through the process. You've built a business. Everything's fantastic. But then they step into that self, massive self-doubt. Oh my God, what if I don't make the money that I have made You know, over there? You know, imposter syndrome, who's going to believe me? So they go into that, which is why I do the embodiment work at the end. But, and this is critical, that journey is not for the faint heart. I'm always oh. honest about that. Very Amen. understanding. Yeah. Okay, because this is a really big transition. And the one thing that I found when I transitioned from a corporate, a worker, an employee to an employer was that just that that sliding door moment was oh my God, I'm alone. I have no tribe. I have no team. I have no resources. I am on my own. And I wish that somebody told me what I'm about to say now back then. And that is you must as your priority, find a tribe to belong to as a priority. Because when you belong to a tribe, you can lean on people. You can listen to other people's trials and tribulations. You can feed off other people. You can feel like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. Everyone else is going through it as well, or they've been through it. So finding a tribe, I believe, is important. This is why I have a group coaching program as well. And people belong to that tribe for exactly that reason. And so I feel that that is a missing conversation in entrepreneurship. Everyone's talking about do, do, do. You can create six figures in 30 days, which is complete BS. But the reality is right? On all accounts, right? Exactly. On all accounts. But the reality is that we need to belong to something because that's how humans thrive. I could not agree more. And I would even take that a step further and say, you need to belong to a tribe that gets what you're doing because probably you belong to a tribe. You've got family and friends. And if they're employees, they aren't going to get it. They love you and they want you to be successful, but they don't understand why you just quit your job. Yes. 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 So you need a tribe of people that, that when you're 
email list breaks a zero or whatever, they're celebrating with you because they get what that means. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, yes. that's the kind 100%. of tribe that I think you need. Yeah. I, I love that. And I agree. And I want to take a step back too, to the, like, to me, I refer, I think that's like an identity piece, right? When you're an employee and now you're an entrepreneur, it's an identity shift. And that's why it's, a, I think that's one of the reasons why it's hard work because, you know, all the work that we do and I, you know, I have a series of programs in our She's Linked Up programs and every single one of them has mindset work in it because I think there's an identity shift that we have to embody yeah. and embrace and all the strategy and all the tasks and all the to-dos in the world are not going to get you where you want to be if your identity isn't moving there with you. You know, so 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 many women that I speak to have these beautiful goals, these big, beautiful goals. But if their energy and their identity isn't rising to meet the goals as they grow, there's a mismatch. And that's and that mismatch is I think where where we call it quits because we're like, I'm doing all the things. I don't get it. I'm done. Right. But it's it's what you haven't done is the work on you. And it sucks a lot of times to do the work on you. But if you're not doing it, you're leaving so much opportunity on the table. Well, I think also to to add to that, Karen, I think a lot of women step into entrepreneurship and because that imposter syndrome becomes amplified, what happens is that they step into fear, then shame, which then becomes frustration slash anger and then leads to total isolation. That's the point where they say, I'm giving up. It's not for me. It's everyone else can do it, but not me. But you see, those layers, they not only need to be consciously aware of those emotions and feelings that they're experiencing. But to your point, they also need to be addressed. And that's a real inner journey. Like you've got to do the work. There's no, there's no dancing around it. And it's not about, and when we say doing the work, it's not about saying, oh, look, I need to go back to my past and talk about what my mom did, what my dad right. did. Right. all that, being there, that's all that's that's gone. <laughs> yes. But what we do need to recognize is gosh, I'm feeling really uneasy about this. Like I'm feeling anxious and really stressed. And that's what we need to address in that moment. It's all about the now. It's about saying, I'm feeling stressed. And when I'm in that situation, uh, Karen, because of course we're going to experience stress and anxiety and frustration as humans, but even no matter how far in, down the, the rabbit hole you are with your entre- with, with your uh, business, yep. Yep. the key is, is to address it in the moment. And what I do is I... I'm a writer, so I just get my journal out and I write how I'm feeling. I'm feeling stressed because of this, da 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 da, da and I actually release it through words. And it's so powerful because, number one, I've self-realized that, hang on, I've got something's blocking me. Number two, I'm writing how I'm feeling in words. And then number three, I'm acknowledging in my body and my brain that, hey, I'm feeling like this, but I'm actually releasing it. And what happens when you release it? You just become calm and grounded and the brain sending completely different signals to the body. So we've got to do the work because it's the only way you can penetrate toward your true potential. Oh my goodness. So Mary, tell us how you help people with this work now. What when you know you've evolved into really a world-renowned expert in this. So tell yes. us a little bit about how you work with people um, so that they can max, they can mine their gold mine. Well, I do. I have a beautiful mastermind, which is 12 months, and that's a group coaching, which is just absolutely magic. And that's a 12-month program. People can work with me one-on-one. I've got a completely done-for-you package as well. It just depends where you're at in your journey and what you're looking for. And if anyone wants to uh, connect with me, they can email me, mary at maryhendersoncoaching.com, 
or book a, stra- uh, a free coaching call I offer for 45 minutes, Karen. So you can book maryhendersoncoaching.com slash apply. And let's just have a talk. I'll do a gap analysis and we can take it from there. Everybody listening, did you write those down? We'll have them in the show notes, but you need to book one of these calls with Mary because it is, it you know, I mean, why wouldn't you, right? Why wouldn't you do this and get, you know, get some clarity on what is there for you? So I love that. I love that. So what's next for you, Mary? What's coming up in your world? Oh my God. Somebody said to me yesterday, oh, I just wish that you would do a retreat. And I said, oh my God. I said, it's already it was swirling in my head and I've got Ooh. this vision, Karen. I wanted to do a retreat in Sedona in Arizona. Oh, one of my favorite. I, I refer to Sedona as my favorite place in the world that doesn't have an ocean. I I feel cold anyway so that's swirling in my head at the moment that idea and you know I'm just very passionate about serving humans who are transitioning and I think that that's just really my focus at the moment and I want to stay on that path do the good work I think I truly believe Karen that people like you, like me, like people that want to convert their gold mine into a business. It's us that is going to change the world. Wisdom changes the world. That's what I believe in. Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And you know, I'm going to take a step back. We should, this is probably where we should be wrapping this, but something just occurred to me. So I'm going to go with it. I think, you know, we're recording this. It's the fall of 2022 and, you know, we're hearing about things like the great reshuffling, the great resignation, blah, blah, blah. I think that everyone that feels that they are a part of that needs to be listening to this. Because if you feel that what your world was in 2019 is not mm-hmm. the world you want for yourself in 2023 or 2024, you are not alone. And there's so much opportunity for you. And this right here, what Mary's talking about is the place to start, right? Mm-hmm. What, where are your skills? Where are your passion? What is it that you are, that is your brand? What is it that you bring to the world? And that's the place you start. And then you can build out from there, right? Yeah. So I think that the t- there's so many people, not just women, so many people that are shifting what their next chapter looks like compared to what they thought it was going to look like. And this is the work you do first, I think. Yes, I agree with you. I think that you're very right. And I think that if you can be in a space where someone can actually hold you in a space where it's safe for you to self-express and be who you want to be, I think that that's even more powerful. But this is the starting point. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, Mary, thank you so much for being here today. We'll put all the links in the the show notes and on the blog. And I look forward to continuing to follow you and see what's coming on and and to see what happens with your Sedona event, maybe. Thank you, you, Karen. Thank you for having me. I absolutely appreciate you so much. Well, I loved getting a chance to, to get to know Mary. I hope you enjoyed her as much as I did. I think there's lots of exciting things in my future with Mary. I think we're gonna there's things we can be doing together. And I really love the energy that she brings to the show and what she does for the world. So definitely follow her on all the places that we've got listed in the show notes. And you know that we're here for you as well, right? I'm here for you. In our She's Linked Up program, we work with women through a very simple process that helps you build credibility, that helps you build connections, that helps you have conversations, right, with more people so that you are bringing more beautiful people into your world that can bring beautiful clients into your world that can give you a beautiful bank balance, right? If you, and 
I'm telling you, these women are incredible, like one more incredible than the next. And if you want to hang out with these incredible women, let me know. I'm happy to chat with you. Go to karenyankovich.com slash call. Happy to have a quick call and talk a little bit about if she's linked up can help you. We're going to talk for a while. Either way, we're going to, we're, I'm here to support you and you're going to get a lot of value from this call. If it's something I think I can help you with, of course, I'm going to let you know what that looks like. But if being a wealthy woman of influence is on your to-do list for 2023, book that call, karenyankovich.com slash call. No obligation, no cost, just you and me chatting and seeing what we could do together. Speaking of what we can do together, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? So I do this podcast to support you. I offer these free consultations, all kinds of free stuff around in, in my world because I want you to get as much support as possible. Help me help you. Let's lift each other up. Share this podcast. Take a quick screenshot of this episode on your phone. Share that on social media. Give us a rating. Give us a review. All of those things help us get this podcast in front of more people and allows us to be able to continue to bring these great guests to you and these hopefully great topics and episodes to you on a regular basis. Okay. So I'm here for you. Let's do this together. I'll see you back here next week.